I can't get no satisfaction. Hey, hey, hey. Most people, I would assume you would agree with me, are discontent most of the time. Hello, hello, it is Lara Preca. And do you ever feel like you can't get no satisfaction? <laughs> I sure know that I do more often than not lately. Most people are discontent much of the time, so you're not alone if you feel like me right now. The trick is learning to go with the flow. And today we're going to take a look at a great way to do that. We're going to look at a way to look at energy in a new way, which is really the old way of feng shui. Have you ever heard of feng shui? It is an old philosophy. It uh, comes from the ancient Chinese art of placement. Now you might be thinking, oh, where do I place the couch in my house, you mean? No, feng shui goes much deeper than that. And let's talk about it because if we're going to learn to go with the flow, this could be one way to help you get unstuck from where you are. I know it's been helping me already and I only started to learn about it more and more yesterday. So this is a quick little turnaround. So why are most people discontent much of the time? Well, because things aren't going our way, because we want things faster, because we want what we don't have, or we're discontent with what we do have, relationships, work, money, home, um, situations that we're involved in, material items, whatever it is, we're often, let's face it, very discontent. So how can we learn to go with the flow? Well, let's take a look at the dynamics of Feng Shui. First of all, if you're not so keen on uh, up on what's new with Feng Shui, or should I say what's old, <laughs> Feng Shui is an ancient Chinese art. It's, uh, it's an essence, like a science and a practice, all wrapped into an art. I mean, it's, it's, it's been created over thousands of years ago. It has evolved. And there are different styles and different schools of thought, yes, but they all share the same common goal, and that is harmonize with the environment. So it's not just focus on the environment like people think. It's focusing on your internal ability to harmonize you with your environment. So there's two things involved, you and the environment. Now let's talk about happiness. Because I really normally am very, very happy. But lately, if I had to rate myself on a scale of 0 to 10 in happiness, to be honest, my number would be about a 6. And here's how you do that. You say to yourself, emotional self, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy am I right now? And you close your eyes and you just listen. You don't try to think or analyze or come up with a number. You just listen, a number will pop into your head, just as the number six popped into mine yesterday when I was learning about Feng Shui. See, for me, happiness is the feeling of feeling one with the divine creator, feeling lighthearted and joyous. I'm happy when I create. I'm happy when I give and receive love. I'm happy when I can appreciate the beauty that surrounds me. But if I'm honest, when I said that to myself yesterday, how do I feel? How happy am I right now? The number six popped into my mind and I'd have to 
Even though I don't want to agree with it, I'd have to agree that yes, that's where I was yesterday. And today I might be a 6.75, but I'm still not even a 7. Now, why is that? Well, because for me, a 10 is pretty great. And that's just my number. Whatever your number is, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's not about the number. It's about you moving that dial, moving that number to the epitome, the top, the most joyous you can be, which on a scale of 1 to 10 is 10. The next question I asked myself was, how will I know when I am a 10? And for me, what what is a 10? You know, you have to have your rubric of what you're aiming for. So for me, a 10 is when I'm living my truth. Living my truth. For you, what is happiness? You have to decide. When you get to 10, how will you know? What will that be? Is it living your truth for you? Is that a 10? Whatever it is, come up with it so you know. So you know how to get there. So now for me to get from the 6 to a 10, I know what I have to do daily, consciously. The next area I want you to look at is success. How do you how do you describe success in the first place? For me, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. That's right. The progressive realization of a worthy ideal. To me, that's what success is. Now, how do I get there? Well, first of all, (laughs) where on a scale of 1 to 10 when I asked myself, not when I thought about it consciously, but when I closed my eyes and said, um, mental self, on a scale of 1 to 10, where am I feeling right now in my success? And I answered myself 4.75. That's not even halfway there, right? Why don't I feel that I'm progressively realizing my worthy ideal? Well because I'm not right now at this exact moment. So, well actually at this exact moment I am because I'm sharing with you and that fulfills me. So at this exact moment, I'm probably um, almost a nine. However, yesterday I have to admit, I was a 4.75. Now, what makes me fulfilled to where I feel like a 10? When I feel passionate about what I'm doing, which is usually teaching, either through writing or speaking or training, even singing, hashtag acapella speaker. <laughs> if you ever want to look me up, you can find what I'm doing lately under that hashtag because I like to sing while I am speaking, training, can't do it while I'm writing, but it's a part of me. I have this knack of being able to come up with a line from a song that fits into whatever topic I'm talking about. That's why I started this episode with, I can't get no, you know what? What can't I get? That's right, satisfaction. So when I feel passionate and fulfilled, that's when I will feel a number 10 on the success rating from zero to 10. Uh, For me, I have to do it my way. You know, I I obviously take advice from mentors and, and I grow each day. But in the end, because I'm a creator, because I'm very creative, I want to explore, expand, and then enjoy, or along the way, enjoy. Because of that, I kind of got to do it my way, which is different than everyone else's way. And if you just want to be a copycat and copy someone else's way, you may not be as satisfied. You need to find exactly what it is that truly turns you on. So with that being said, have you closed your eyes? Have you said to yourself, where am I on a scale of one to 10 in success? in happiness. Once you have your number and once you decide what it'll take to get me to a 10, 
then, my friend, you are on the right road. You can improve. You will improve. Did you know that feng shui literally means wind and water? I told you I was going to help you learn to go with the flow. So let's do it. Let's go with the flow. So we know, we've recognized where we are on our happiness meter. Where are we? on the scale of one to 10. With our success meter, where are we? We've already discovered that. Now, let's take a look at how we can learn to go with the flow. Wind, wind and water is feng shui. So let's start with wind, because this is all about balance and harmony. And I already told you, it's not just about your environment. It's about balancing and being in perfect harmony with you and the environment. So sometimes, first we just have to get in harmony within ourselves. Did you know all illness is looking for harmony and solutions outside of your body? When we need to go deep inside, and then we won't have um, the illnesses that are just cropping up day after day in everyone's life. Wind. Wind is the breath of life. Wind is happiness. Wind represents happiness. So that's why in meditation they do things like deep, slow breathing, uh, healthy air breathing. We do these things because oftentimes we forget to breathe when we are very stressed out, which reminds me of a joke. <laughs> Since I'm partially blonde, I can tell a blonde joke. Okay, so this fella meets a blonde and he wants to go out on a date with her. And she says, well, um, and I, and she doesn't want to go out with, it, with him. He keeps asking her. He insists, please, please, can we go out on a date? Finally, she relents and says, all right, I'll go out on a date with you if you don't mind that I'm going to wear my headphones or my earphones. What are they called? Nowadays, they're called AirPods. I'm going to wear my AirPods the whole time. He says, what? That's kind of crazy. How can you have earphones on and go on a date with me? But he was desperate. He really wanted to be with her. So he said, okay. They went out to a restaurant and enjoyed a lovely dinner, although he was very frustrated by these things in her ear. He thought, what is she listening to? Shouldn't she have all her attention on me? I'm her date. Later, they danced and they had more fun. He was starting to really like this girl. I mean, he already liked her. Now he really liked her, but he couldn't stand the fact that she had something in her ears. What could be more important? What could she be listening to? At the end of the date, he couldn't resist anymore. So he reached up as if to put his hands on either side of her face and he pulled them out of her ears. Suddenly, she fell down, dead, on the dance floor. He couldn't believe it. What happened? What could it be? He put those ear pods into ear pods into his ears to hear what was she listening to. And lo and behold, he heard this. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Are you laughing at least inside, <laughs> if not aloud? I find that so hilarious because, of course, blondes aren't so dumb that they need something to tell them to breathe. Breathing is natural to all of us. However, when we get stressed out, we breathe shallow. We don't breathe deep. And this is why in meditation, we get reminded to the, about the wind is the breath of life. And in order to be happy, we need to slow down and breathe deep. So right now, let's take a deep breath. Hold it in for a second. And now breathe out. Do it again. Breathe in. 
Hold it, hold it, and then allow the breath to come out slowly. That in and of itself can help you to learn better how to go with the flow. It is a technique you can use whenever you're getting stressed out. Feng Shui means wind and water, so let's talk about the water part. You know, when I taught kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I always taught the students about water and its properties. I would freeze uh, some ice, freeze some water into chunks of ice and bring it in and have the students look at it and see, oh, it is hard. And we talked about the properties of ice. Then we let some of it melt and the kids could see, oh, wow, look, it's, it's turning into a liquid. And we talked about the properties of the liquid. Then I would get a little Bunsen burner and heat up some of that water and ice. And they watched it literally disappear into the air. They watched the steam come up into the air. And before you know it, there was nothing left in the pan that was heated. Wow, the water actually turned into a mist solid, liquid, and air. (laughs) A solid, a liquid, and a gas. Wow, water can be all three. Well, guess what? Water changes, water flows when you look at a river or or a stream. And also, it changes with the seasons. In the winter, we have snow and ice. In the spring and the fall, we have rain and flowing of rivers and overflowing of rivers. Now this water correlates with success, much as wind correlates with happiness. So the takeaway from here is be like water. Be fluid. Don't be rigid and stiff and decide it's my way or the highway. I was in an argument with someone uh, last week and I said, listen, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And he insisted that he wanted to be right and happy. And sometimes, my friend, you cannot. (laughs) Sometimes you cannot be right and happy. You must relent. You must relinquish uh, being right and say, you know what? Nobody's right or wrong. It just is. Let's be happy. Let's choose to be happy. Much like being water, let's choose to just go with the flow. Think of the four seasons. We can liken this to your business how when you start your business, you're planting seeds, you don't see them growing yet in the spring, and then you watch them grow in the summer, and then you have the harvest where you reap the rewards, and then there is a relaxing resting time in the winter when you must rest and get ready to start over for the next spring will come because it is a circle. Similarly with water, there are the changes. I just talked to you about the changes in water between ice and water and and, uh, a gas the steam. So we can be like water. We can be like the wind. We can make our happiness and our success. We don't need to leave it to others. If you're only happy because someone around you makes you happy, or you're only successful because others help you to become successful, I don't know. You can't really claim it. You could say luck of the draw, but usually life isn't so much about luck When it looks like it's about luck, it's really not. That's just what it looks like on the surface. You can say, wow, it's lucky that that uh, plant just started to bloom. No, it's not. That plant was in that seed all along. That seed in the ground needed water, needed sunshine, needed nutrients for it to grow. My first children's book, which I have written but not published for the general public yet, 
is about plants grow. And here's a little ditty from the book. Roots and stems and leaves and flowers. I could sing about plants for hours. Sunshine, soil, and soft rain flowers. That's what they need to grow. Of course, little kindergartners love learning about that in science time. So can you be more like water and just go with the flow? I would venture to state that yes, you can. Yes, you can learn to look at energy in a new way, in an old way, the old way of feng shui. Uh, The other day, uh, actually this morning, I was walking in the desert with my girlfriend. And we were talking about all things uh, social, emotional, spiritual, um, sexual. (laughs) Actually, we didn't talk about anything sexual, although I did admit to her that I was feeling not very intimate or connected lately. And, um, you know, so as girlfriends do when they go on walks together or get together to chat, we pretty much talk about all the things that are on our heart. And even in a general sort of way, or sometimes in a specific sort of way. And as she and I got to walking along, I got to realize that sometimes I am too hard on myself. Sometimes I just have an angst in me that I really want to get to the next level. And I need to relax. And I I say this to you because maybe it's you too. Do you need to relax sometimes and not be so hard on yourself? Do you need to... Just take the burden of pressure off. They need to say, you know what? I'm doing my best. My best is good enough. That's the way I feel today. (laughs) I recognized in spending time with my girlfriend who's known me for many a year, many a morning, many an evening. We have gone through the four seasons many times. And she said, Laura, the whole time I've known you, you've been very driven with your work, very, very driven, and it made me realize, you know what? Maybe this is a season in my life right now where it's okay to rest. I don't have to always be in the spring and summer mode or even the fall mode where it's harvest time. Sometimes we can take a little breather without feeling guilty. You know, in your body, there's a pH balance, and this balance, 7.365, if you have that, you will not have illness. And you're probably saying, wait a minute, I know what I eat and drink is important, but, well, you're saying that that, that's all there is, is the pH balance in my body and not having illness? Well, I'm here to tell you, it's not just about the fresh air and the water and the healthy food we eat and the exercise we get. We also affect our body's pH by stress, being stressed out. And that can create illness as well. So what can you do in order to not feel that? Because nobody wants to be ill. Do you know anyone who will say to you consciously, yep, I want to be sick? You do not You do not know any healthy person or any um, conscious, consciously aware person who will say that. Our natural bent is to want to survive, to thrive. And so we want to be healthy. So here are some ideas to get you going. Do you have a morning time to reset? In Feng Shui, they say, as the sun is rising, you should be outside to greet it. Now, I've done sun salutations, which is greeting the sun in the morning from my bedroom, looking out the window. But here's a new idea. Take a walk in the morning as the sun is rising. It's good for your body and your soul. You can take the time to be inspired, to think of what you want. 
I have friends who write diligently every morning their goals. That's a good way to do it too, I think. Even though it's very hot where I live, I'm going to start getting up real early and going out to meet the sun. What about you? Is that something you might want to do? Reset your morning routine? And then in the p.m., in the evening, ah, time for appreciation. I've usually done my appreciation in the morning where I think of what I'm grateful for and why. I will say I am grateful for my clean, safe, quiet home because I feel secure. Uh, And now, I think I'm gonna start doing that in the evening. I'm gonna start appreciating things in the evening. Now, Feng Shui also says to take an evening walk as twilight begins. So you're meeting the sun in the morning and you're saying goodbye to the sun as it leaves in the evening. This creates vibrational resonance. And when you are resonating with the earth, You know, they say, from dust we have come and to dust we shall return. Well, yeah, they're talking about your body, but your body is a part of you. And so if we decide we're going to meet the day where it is, we're going to greet the day in the morning and then say goodbye to the day in the the evening with appreciation and a nice little walk, hmm, that might be a way to shift, to have a shift. So that's what I'll be doing lately. Now, we cannot end this podcast without talking about the importance of water. Did you know 70% of your body is water? Well, children, it's definitely 70, 75%. And as we get older, it might be a little less. But we have a very large percentage of our body that is water. And your brain is 90% water. Listen, water is so important. Water is life. In many countries, water equals wealth. If you have access to clean, fresh water, you are wealthy indeed. And I would venture to state, in the future, wealth of a nation will depend on its water supply. That is very easy to recognize if you look at the state of affairs in the world today. So, drink more water. Take more showers and baths and hop in the lake Jump in the lake and swallow a snake and come out with the belly ache. <laughs> no, don't really do that. But do jump in the lake if you can. Have you ever paid attention to, now that we've been talking about feng shui, I guess we could add in something to do with the environment when it comes to furniture. Have you ever thought about where the command center is in a room? I have an office and my desk sits almost in the middle of the room and it faces a large window which faces out to the front of my house and the street beyond. And I can see anything approaching anywhere near my front door, the street coming towards me. I can see everything that's uh, out there and that could potentially come towards me. If I turn my office chair 90 degrees, I can see the door to this room and anyone who would be approaching. This is the command center of the room. Look around the room you're in right now. Are you at the command center? Do you have a back, uh, your back to a wall or uh, close to two walls like mine is right now? Not too close, but I have two walls behind me. Do you have the ability to get in the command center of the room? Hmm, try that out. Try that out when you go into a restaurant. Choose a spot that is the command center and see how that feels. That might be helping you uh, with the harmony and inner peace that Feng Shui attempts to create in people. Did you like this episode? If this episode helped you get closer to your goals of 
being able to be in control of your energy, why not share it? Share it with someone you know right now. That will make you happy, it'll make your friends happy, and it will make me happy. (laughs) Do you like me? Because I like you, and I want you to be happy, healthy, and live your best life now. Most people are discontent much of the time, but you and I can learn to go with the flow. Bye for now.